Welcome everybody to Hunt Free Podcast. Hunt Free was created to showcase the freedoms we all share in the archery and hunting world and to ensure the sacrifices made by fellow veterans is never forgotten by showing gratitude every day and giving back as much as we can. During the show, we'll sit down with fellow veterans and hunters alike, share sea stories from our time in the service, and share stories from hunts out in the woods. We'll talk about how we've bettered ourselves along the way, from life to hunting and everything in between. So let's get into the show now. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Hunt Free Podcast. Uh, today, I have a new friend of mine on the show. His name's Jeremiah. Uh, he's over on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast, so I'm glad we were able to uh, get this time to meet up and talk, even with the time difference. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to be t- talking about, well, I should say Jeremiah is going to be telling us about uh, some stories and how he brings veterans on hunts. Uh, and that's about all I know, so I'm just as intrigued as you are. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing some of these stories, so without further ado, I'll have Jeremiah introduce himself. Thank you for coming on the show today. I'm uh, I'm glad you're here. Hey, appreciate it, Jimmy. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So, how you doing? Uh, how's everything going? Are you quarantined? I, you told me you're shooting your bow. I'm sure that's helping pass the time a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah, they kind of got us on some 14-day, you know, somewhat limited travel over here but you know it's nothing too terrible i kind of live in the country anyway so you know sticking to myself is a good thing yeah that's good i uh i kind of got the same deal i'm doing my best to stay inside um but of course i gotta go to work so whenever i'm heading out then i just take some precautions but i'm glad we're uh that's what's so great about this. We're still able to talk and talk about stuff we love, even with all the craziness going on. So it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I get it, man. I understand that. So a little intro on myself. Uh, my name is Jeremiah Hale. I'm, uh, live in the great state of Washington and I've been a hardcore hunter, well, hardcore bow hunter since, uh, I was about 10 years old. Um, my grandfather, he got me into this whole hunting thing. So, and him being a disabled veteran also, uh, he kind of inspired me to just give what's most important to other people is you, your time. You know, I mean, it, you don't have to give them anything but your time. So after about, I don't know, the age of 20, I kind of started really, you know, hitting the woods really hard, spending a lot of time in the woods, enjoying myself. And then, uh, probably about when I hit the age of 30 is when I really started to kind of slow down a little bit and, and offer my time to, people that needed it the most. Um, I can't exactly recall how I got into, um, giving veterans, you know, preference of my time, but it just kind of, all of a sudden it was one day I took this gentleman out that I met on a online hunting forum. He needed someone to go out with him. He was like 70 years old. I took him out. Next thing you know, his friend got a hold of me and I took him out. Now, you know, now it's, I do four to five different veterans every year. And, uh, let me tell you, it keeps you busy <laughs> for sure. It's, it's pretty darn fun. I get to introduce a, a lot of people to the sport that I love the most. And, um, it's, uh, it's pretty inspiring just, just for myself. And it allows me more time to get out into the woods also. That's awesome. Uh, I, I, it's weird. I, maybe this sounds weird saying this, but, uh, I feel like you just with that statement, you've already inspired me. Like, um, I think that's really great. And, 
just the way you put it is is perfect. So I'm 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 interested to hear more. Um, so what do you do for work? Uh, oh, for work, I, I drive a city bus, so I, I get to meet a lot of interesting folks throughout the uh, throughout the season. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean I so. could I could tell you're personable, so I'm sure they love you when they hop on your bus. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm you know I'm pretty easygoing guy. You know, I mean I I dream about hunting all day every day so <laughs> you know it's a, <laughs> it's not you know i'm dreaming of drawing a bighorn sheep tag here or in this state drawing a mountain goat tag you know i mean that kind of stuff just just keeps my brain going keeps a smile on my face because you know you never know if you're ever going to get that chance so and and that's one that's actually one area where i got to interact with vets a lot is is a lot of these older guys that I take out, they, they had no idea about the special permit drawing season, you know, drawing season. So I would tell them, Hey, let's put you in for this tag here. And they were like, what, what are you talking about? So then, you know, I'd bring a laptop and set it up and show them, you know, that this is what we can do. We can draw here. We can put in for here. You know, if you draw this, we'll go hunting over here. So that, that really got them pretty intrigued. And, and I was able to actually get a guy to draw a moose tag a couple of years ago. We went out and got a moose. It was pretty awesome. That's a once in a lifetime draw here in uh, Washington. Nice, that sounds awesome. So, is that in uh, the uh, eastern part of the state where you guys got that moose? Yes, yes, up uh, north of Spokane. Nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're we're actually a very diverse state over here. I'm not sure if you know too much about it, but you know, I mean, we hold three different species of deer. We hold two different species of elk. Two, two species of uh, bear, you know, we have moose and uh, mountain lion. They uh, introduced antelope a few years back. We used to have a little herd of caribou that even came down, but that kind of depleted. There's nothing left of that. So, and, and of course, they reintroduced wolves. So there's a lot of those. Wow, that's pretty cool. I didn't realize there was that many different species there, but I've heard nothing but great things about the Pacific Northwest. I know even if it's just on a vacation, I need to get myself up there sometime soon. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, sometimes the hunting is not, it's not fantastic, but it can be in the right place at the right time, you know? Yeah, definitely. We we do have California bighorn and we have bighorn sheep and also mountain goat. So, I mean, we we have a lot of animals here. Man, that's pretty cool. So... You told me, uh, you kind of mentioned there, um, you're not really sure how you got started doing this, uh, bringing veterans on hunts and all that, but, uh, you know, I, I'm interested to hear more about it. Uh, I guess, you know, how does it, you know, how does it make you feel, I guess? It, that's not really the word and I'm looking for, but, but like, I guess just the emotion behind it, like how do, how do the veterans react and, you know... I'm sure it probably feels great to be able to help them. Like you said, you can give the only thing you can really give people is your time. So I just, I want to hear more and maybe a couple stories. Um, you mentioned that moose hunt. So I feel like that'd be a really great story to share. Yeah. Well, yeah, the moose, hunt, the moose hunt was okay. I mean, it was, it was a lot of work, but it was, okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but my, one of my favorite uh, stories is, uh, I met an older gentleman. He was, he was mid seventies and, uh, he said he liked to eat pheasant, you know, and there's no pheasant on the western side of, of Washington, really, unless you go to one of those pheasant release sites, you know, they're not, they're not wild birds. Yeah. But I told him, I said, okay, as soon as archery season's over, we'll go, I'll take you for a drive and, and you can go grouse hunting. 
And he goes, what is a grouse? So, you know, I had to Google a picture of a grouse. I showed him what it is, you know, and next thing you know, he was all excited. So we go out and uh, we're probably out four or five hours. He wound up shooting two grouse. And I'm telling you what, that 70 year old man was dancing in the middle of a logging road. So happy. It was the, it was, it was awesome, man. It was, it was a great feeling. That is pretty cool. Um, yeah. So I are, you know, I guess tell me about like how you said you met the, one of the first gentlemen you took out was on an online forum, but has yeah. it all been through word of mouth now or do you, uh, have you met people out in town? Um, you know, tell me oh. about how you meet more, more people to bring on. Okay. Well, so now this was probably, you know, 15 years ago when, when I met the first guy on an online forum, he was seeking help. Oh, wow. So, and it, yeah. So, you know, I met, I messaged him. He, he kind of, he had a, uh, antlerless tag out here by my area. He had never been here before. So, you know, and I see those all the dang time. So I was like, all right, you know, I'll meet you. I'll show you a few spots. And then that failed to connect. So then it actually came modern season. And, and he was like, Hey, uh, can, can you still take me out and show me, you know, some places? I said, I'll just take you out hunting. How's that? And he was like, Oh, wow, that's great. I mean, we weren't out there, but 30, 40 minutes and he was able to shoot his doe and he was super excited, very grateful and all this. And ever since then, you know, I mean, he has my number. I have his, he actually texts me. He's in his mid seventies. He texts me all the time asking me about what units he should put in for and all that. So from him, I've been able to get uh, one of his friends, take him out. And then from him, it's just kind of been a little word of mouth thing. So it just kind of just went from there. And then now, of course, I'm doing, you know, a whole bunch of their special permit draw odds and all that. So it keeps me busy, keeps me entertained, and it keeps me hopeful, you know, that they can still get another season in or two. Yeah, that's that's great to hear. So, yeah, I mean... I think it's really cool that even in today's world, like something growing off of word of mouth, I mean, you know, granted they are somewhat older gentlemen, so, but it's still great to hear that something so great like this can be shared through, you know, a simpler way instead of just Instagram, social media. But then on the other side of it, you know, here we are, we met through social media, so it all interconnects. uh, And that's what's so great about hunting. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm, I don't know how to say it. I'm not really selective on who I take, but I prefer people that don't have anybody that can take them out. Yeah. You know, because because if, if somebody has someone that's willing to take them out or does take them out, then that's limiting somebody who actually can't get out there and do it. You know, so that's where I kind of step into place. You know, I'm like, hey, let's go. I have three days off during the week every week. So, hey, let's roll. Yeah, I mean, that's that sounds more than reasonable to me. I mean, it makes sense. It's it's no, you know, it's you're you're one man and you're doing as much as you can and you're doing a great thing. So I definitely see your mindset on that as well. You might as well uh, be able to take the people who don't really have the opportunity. I think that's awesome and uh, very commendable, no doubt. Um, but... Uh, trying to think here so is there any more like little stories or what what do you got planned for uh, this season is there more people you'll bring uh on hunts or has it been kind of the same handful of people over the last couple years is there any big hunts did anyone get to draw one of those special tags at all 
No, um, it's it's kind of the same folks now. They they kind of they kind of book their time with me, so per se, you know, because I'm a hardcore bow hunter. So you know, I get 14 days to hunt elk. So I mean, that that's gone. You know what I mean? I mean, I I, I can't take anybody 14 days with me elk hunting. I'd probably drive them nuts. But, <laughs> <laughs> so, but but it's like okay. So we get we get. I think it's two, two and a half weeks to hunt deer during modern season here. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't hunt modern. I'm just, I'm just saying that, but, but that them two weeks I already have three gentlemen that, that have already said, Hey, I, I need you to go this days, this days, and this days. So those days are covered. So, and then I have one, we're going Turkey hunting in, in two weeks. So I have him for the opener opening four days of Turkey. So that, I mean, that's already gone. So now, if uh, somebody draws something special out of, you know, all these guys and then, you know, I'll dedicate my time to, to whatever time frame they draw for. So, you know, I just give up a few, few days of my time. If, if they uh, draw something good, you know what I mean? Yeah. That so would... it's, it's, it, I mean, everybody has their time slot and it, it could all change because one of their buddies could draw something and need help. And then, you know, of course we'll all go there to help their buddy that I don't even know. So, you know, it's, it just kind of goes from there, you know? The, the veteran community is really small and, and they all kind of, they all kind of help each other out. And, and it's great, you know, cause I can, I can actually take two different disabled vets that have never met before. And next thing you know, we're, we're all having a great time and it's like family, man. It's, it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, it becomes a brotherhood. I mean, no matter how you served, when you served or why it is really a deep, uh, way to connect. I feel like, you know, hunting's the same way. So the fact that they come together, uh, you know, with what you're doing and with what hunt free's doing and a lot of other people, like it's, it's just natural. It comes very natural. And I've, I've noticed that that's definitely true. Yeah. You know, I mean, to, to really just take somebody out, like, like a lot of these guys I take out, you know, they're, they're older. They, they can't really hike around. So, you know, we go and do a, a road hunt on these logging roads we have out here and, a day of my time and a tank of gas is like 40 bucks, man. And it, it lasts them forever, you know, for the rest of their lives. They always remember it. They always taking pictures They're always smiling, laughing, having a good time. So, I mean, what's 40 bucks in, in one day of your time, you know? Yeah. For, I mean, it's, I'm sure a handful of those memories will last a lifetime for you as well. And that kind of, oh, le- absolutely. that leads me in like, you kind of, you know, you kind of hit on it there, but is there like, what is your favorite part of it all? Like if you had to explain, you know, your feelings on everything and just like the, the little things, like what, what's your favorite parts? Um, I would have to say, uh, the success of it is my favorite part. I mean, just, just seeing a, you know, like last year, seeing a 74 year old man shoot his first Turkey with a shotgun. I mean, you couldn't wipe the smile off his face. I mean, it was, it was awesome. It was a little Jake and he was super stoked and he's still talking to me about it. So that's a, that's pretty awesome, you know? And then of course the 70 year old with his first grouse. I mean, that that's pretty incredible. I took a, I actually took a father and son, both disabled vets, uh, one Vietnam, one Iraq, and uh, they both shot whitetail does in back-to-back days several years ago. That was pretty special. That is, that is pretty awesome. Um, so you said some of them still text you, you still talk. Do y'all, uh, do y'all talk a lot and do you ever, uh, you know, meet up, just hang out for dinner? Like besides, you know, hunting aside, do you ever just, 
Yes. Matter of fact, the other day, uh, he called me up, asked me to stop by his house, and I got up on his roof and uh, put a moss killer down on his roof for him. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, so he cooked up some steaks, and I got up on the roof and put moss killer down. <laughs> That's kind of funny, actually. You know, I don't think I've ever heard of moss killer until just then, but when you said it, that was, just felt like the most Pacific Northwest thing I could have imagined. That was quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so funny you brought that up. I'm like, well, shoot, yeah, yeah, be climb up on the roof the other day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, right after work, man, he hit me up. He's like, "Hey, you want to go over for steak dinner?" I said, "Absolutely." And he says, "Hey, I just need you to get up on the roof and put some moss killer down." <laughs> was it sure? <laughs> was it right when you clocked out? He had you scheduled. Oh, he knows what time I get off. Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's good times. So, so not only do not only do I take him hunting, I also take him fishing too. You know, so. But yeah. whenever, whenever fishing's available, man, I just, whoever wants to go, we go. So, well, I'm not much of a fisherman. I grew up on Long Island and we, you know, we did our fair share, but it never really got me, you know, too going, going too much really. But what, what type of fishing do y'all do? Oh, just lake fishing, man. I'm, I just sit on a dock and let the guys catch trout, man. Nice. Nice. Yeah. My, my grandfather, he loves to trout fish. So, you know, I'll grab a vet and grab my grandfather. He's a disabled vet also. He's 91. So he still goes hunting and fishing, man. I just got him a new crossbow a couple weeks ago. Man, God bless him. That's awesome that he's 91 still going. There's a, yeah. uh, the, the gentleman who owns the farm that I, uh, go hunting a lot at in Virginia, his dad is, is I believe 89 or 90, maybe 91, somewhere right in that range. And he, uh, he was in the Marine Corps for 30 years and he's still going and he's still, uh, going after deer every year. We got a box blind that he sits in and it's awesome. He's one of the greatest guys I've ever met. And it's just, it, the smile just shines off his face. And I think it's really, I'm sure you would attest to this as well, that, uh, especially when you're helping all these gentlemen, like, the gratitude is just, it's fully there and it just, it's, it goes right through you as well. It's awesome. Oh, it, it sure does. You know, and, and not every hunt is a success. You know, I mean, I, I had a gentleman, uh, he had an elk tag, he had an antlerless elk tag and, uh, mind you, he's mid seventies. We were out elk hunting. We were probably out for a half hour. I stopped, the. Uh, I stopped on the edge of this clear cut and I'm glassing down in there and three cow elk stood up. I don't know, maybe less than a hundred yards away. And mind you, you know, high powered rifle. So he gets out, gets set up and he jams his rifle. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, he, I don't know how he jammed it. Somehow he jammed that sucker. He couldn't get it unjammed. The elk stood up and looked at us for like six minutes and then they slowly walked off. And then he was finally able to get his gun unjammed from the trailer hitch of the truck. And then he looked at me and he said, I'm done. Let's go home. <laughs> I said, yes, sir. We're out of here. I guess he got a little bit frustrated. Uh, yeah, a little bit was. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, I mean, I had a good time. I was like, man, there's some elk right there, but he was so flustered and frustrated. He went home, sold that gun. The next weekend we went back out and he had a new gun. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that he didn't not come back hunting at all. But yeah, that sounds like he needed a new gun. So that works out. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. So, but no, man, I mean, I just enjoy it. I just enjoy their time, my time, and 
just being out in the woods, man, it, it, it all works out for me. Yeah. And you know, I'm not sure. Obviously you're a very selfless person in, in what you do and you do it because you just, you know, you like to see other people smile, but in case no one else has said it, I'll say it. And I think that everyone needs to hear is that, you know, you, you truly embody what hunt free means to me. Uh, and hunt free to me has a lot of meanings, has a lot of different meanings, but what you do is, is one of the most important ones. And I think it's really awesome. So I thank you for what you do for, for them. Well, I, I appreciate it. And I, I thank everybody who's, who has served, you know, I mean, I, I didn't serve, but I feel like I'm doing my little bit of giving back, you know, it's not much, but it's, it's at least I can do. Yeah. But not much, you know, people, you might think that, but if everyone did their small little part, imagine how much more we could all accomplish together. So that, yeah, that's where I that all, that's awesome. I, I, I think it's great. Um, well, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. So I really loved hearing about all these stories and, um, especially some of the funnier ones and, um, <laughs> That moss killer, I'm gonna remember that. That's for sure. I think that's great. Um, yeah, I'm standing underneath a tree that's got moss just hanging off of it, man. That's funny. But uh, <laughs> I guess I'll just ask you one more quick question. And uh, you know, I'm not sure if you've listened to any of the episodes so far, but the question is: is you know, what does hunt free mean to you? Um, and just you know, the values. It, it's not. It's not about the brand or anything, but just that those words and what that what does that mean to you you know oh man what does hunt free mean to me well since we live in the great usa i am allowed to hunt free due to servicemen and women from our country that help protect everybody so hunt free to me means you know give back hunt often hunt as often as you can because time is not guaranteed for anybody man so that's what hunt free means to me i like to hear it I, short sweet to the point but undoubtedly true so well i really appreciate you coming on the podcast today and uh sharing your stories uh it means a lot to me so thank you again hey appreciate appreciate it jimmy thanks a lot all right everybody thank you for tuning into this episode I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you really uh, learned a lot, and hopefully this will inspire some of you. And uh, you know, hopefully everybody to to reach out, take someone else out on a hunt, veteran or not. Uh, we always need more people in the hunting community. So, thank you all for listening. And as and as always, hunt free. Thank you everybody for tuning into this episode of Hunt Free Podcast. If you enjoyed the show and want to help make a great impact on both the veteran and hunting communities, then make sure to share this podcast with everybody you know. Also, follow along on Instagram at Hunt Free Media. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. And as always, hunt free.